0: Where the word of the Lord is, there is power to heal and to save. The word of the King is authority. The word of the King is here to save. Are you? Searching for a school for your kids where but moral, spiritual and academic excellence is attained. Look no further. Trinity International School, Cairo, is the right school. Registration is ongoing. Visit us today at Trinity International Schools located at Plot A90, Cairo, by Kotland Garden, Nyanya, Kurshi Road, Abuja. You can also contact us via this number 070 6730 Eight one one five or zero eight one five six two eight zero four six four. Trinity excellence is our watchword. Raising the total man. Now is the time for the king's word. We, Pastor Yomi Fatime be blessed. The devil do not have right. It's not in his nature to dwell in your health permanently, meaning that. When there is a manifestation of the appearance of Satan in any way it is but for a short time. By his own testimony here Satan said, sir, I am coming to and fro. I have no permanent dwelling place. Please lift up your right hand. From today no sickness has permanent right over your life. no mark of failure has permanent right over your life. Now, because his master does not have a C of O over any way. Now, the Bible says, Satan said, I am coming to and fro, and by by biblical understanding and grammatical understanding, if somebody comes to you and says, I am going to and fro, moving up and down, how do you describe that fellow? You say he's a vagabond. Am I correct? And the spiritual sense, the devil's best description is to describe him as a vagabond. Now, the scripture told us here that he said, I am going up and down, I am moving to and fro. Then God, in verse 8, asked him a question In your movement about, did you come across a man by the name Job? My servant. Now, another thing to note there is that no matter how holy or righteous you are, you are not immune against the devil seeing you. Is somebody hearing me this morning? Now, the Bible says that the Lord said to him, Hey guy, did you observe that I have a servant? And there is none like him. In the earth, a perfect and an upright man. One that does what? That feareth me And what evil Then if you read on The devil began to say No God stop that You caused it You blessed him abundantly You showed him your goodness You shielded him And the devil rolled out the, the goodness of the Lord to Job And God said to him Hey guy I know that all these are true However that's not the reason why Job loved me. Hey, lesson to note that our closeness and proximity to God should not be by reason of what men can see. Our walk with God must be a passionate conviction or a, a matter that you settle, that whether it's going on fine, whether things are not going on fine, I have made up my choice. Now we are talking about divine attention. The righteousness of Job, the uprightness of Job, the the uncommon texture of the character of Job attracted God to making God boast in absentia on behalf of Job. Lift up your right hand. May you be a point of reference to your maker. Yeah. Where men have failed. Where men have reason to disappoint him. May God use you. And say go and check up. Job was a standing point. A pace setter. A reference point. Not necessarily in terms of wealth. It was worthy. But you do you observe? That when God was bringing out his quality, God didn't talk about money. God didn't talk about gold. God didn't talk about wealth. God didn't even talk about the children. God didn't talk about his wife. But look at what God said here. He said there is not like him on earth, a perfect man. I pray for all the men here that may you be a perfect father. May you be a perfect husband. May I be a perfect pastor. Oh, we will have reason to misbehave. Oh, we will have reason to be imperfect. Oh, we may likely have reason to say, I am human. But excuse me, brother, Job was human. Yet, the Lord said Job was perfect. Don't forget, Job operated not even in the time of law. Job operated in the time of promise. Job was one of the patrons in the Bible. Job had no experience of grace Yet, the Bible recorded he was a perfect man. How dare you now, under the volume of grace, you glory in imperfection. How dare you now, under the volume of glory, I mean grace, you see glory in one weakness and you, and you, and you boast about it. I am human. Oh brother, humanity has no space in eternity. Therefore, this morning, As we look at divine attention, we've we've defined it and we said to take note or notice in a special manner of something or someone. May God take notice of you in that office. May you be an embassy of God. May your children make you a reference point. Now here you are. Job was regarded and referred to as an upright man. We define divine attention As God giving you a special notice in the center of crowd. Permit me this morning. Isaiah chapter number 45. We're looking at how to attract this divine attention. But permit me again. Isaiah chapter 49. Let's read from verse number 13. Isaiah chapter number 49. I read from verse number 13. Isaiah chapter forty nine, sing. Thank you, daughter. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, and o, earth, be joyful o earth. And break forth, lift up singing. your right hand On your behalf, may heaven sing. May your labor bring forth joy upon the earth. He says, Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. And break forth into singing, O ye mountains. This looks very proverbial. You mean mountains sings? Oh, sure. You know, mountains has tree on top of it. And my wife was showing me one book that she, she read. And the book was about songs. And the author of the book began to say that trees sang before men. Birds sang before men. Now, the first instrument of singing... It's not keyboard. It's not guitar. It's not drum. But you know what? Our hands. Now, here the scripture says, Sing, O heavens. Be joyful, O earth. Break forth into singing, O ye mountains. For the Lord had done what? Comforted these people. He will have mercy upon what? Upon the afflicted. That's the word of the Lord. That's the promise of the King of Kings. That's the man that says it, and it comes to pass that in this terrible situation, God will have mercy upon those that are afflicted. That God will have mercy and comfort his people. I do not know this morning your state of heart. I do not know this morning how you are feeling, the economic, how the economy has treated you. I do not know the state of your health. I do not even know the status of your marriage. But I'm glad to announce to you there is one thing I know. That there is a God that comforts the afflicted. There is a God that shows mercy to the afflicted. And when we talk about mercy, brother, credentials is irrelevant. When we talk about mercy, background has no case to answer. When we talk about mercy, no matter how guilty you are, when mercy shows up, your guilt is turned around. This morning, the door of mercy will be open to someone. Yeah. Verse number 13. Sing. Can we go? Verse 14. After saying this, you know, after these wonderful promises that the earth will sing, that the mountains will sing, that everything around the earth will rejoice, that the Lord will visit his people, bring comfort to the afflicted. You know what Zion said, you know what God's people said, you know what the anointed said, you know what the redeemed said. The redeemed said, Oh, God has forsaken me. Do we not have the same status in the church today? After a brilliant teaching of God's word, you just step out of the church and your body moves. You say, oh, I am going to die now. After wonderful teaching of the word of God, you say to yourself, Nigeria is collapsing. Oh, you move ahead. I say, no, no, no. I do not know. Like that widow woman who says what I eat now, I will eat and die. Now, Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. And my Lord has done what? Have forgotten me? Is someone here this morning and things are not working well? Are you here this morning and the economy is not smiling at you? Are you here this morning? Even your spiritual walk, you are not happy about it, and you are saying, "How do I find myself here?" I have good news for you: that the door of mercy will be open, that the window of mercy will be open, Zion a new language will be given to all. Then Zion said, I have been forsaken by the Lord. Why are the righteous being suffer- I mean, suffering? Why do we have it so bad that we do not even know where to turn to? Hear me, brother. Divine attention will bring you comfort. Divine attention will change the story. He said, but Zion said, the Lord has forsaken me. And my Lord has done what? Has forgotten me. Please, let's go to the next verse. Now, God came down in the mouth of Isaiah. He said, "Is it possible for a woman to forget a suckling child?" My mother told me when I was growing up that there's a a synergy, a relationship that happens between a mother and a child, particularly a growing child or suckling child. That if the mother is in the marketplace. And the child was sleeping when she left the house. If the child wakes up and began to cry. That the breast of the mother. I see women nodding. The breast of the mother will react. That's how close. That's how intimate. That's how connected the relationship but to a mother and a child, yet the Bible says, situation and circumstances can compel a woman to forget that child. May we not see war. May we not see sickness. Oh, you remember the wife of, um, of, of, of um, was it Jacob now who gave birth to Benjamin. Ben, when she was dying, she called the name of the child, Ben-Oni. He said, please mama don't die. Mama, this is a child in your hand. And she opened her eyes. He said, life, I am tired of life. I have overlabored, and I cannot see this child grow. Then she died. Now, that's the state of most people. But I'm going somewhere, David. I mean, Isaiah said here, is it possible for a woman to forget? These are two extreme. Forget a suckling child that she should not have compassion on the son, oh boy, of her womb. You know the many the child that she carried for nine months all alone. Now, hear what the Bible says: say, yay, terrible. They may forget. I gave you an example of Benoni. I also like you to know that there was a woman in the Bible by the name Hagar who said to herself, I will not watch this child die in my hand. Then she abandoned the child, went to one corner to be crying. While the child was crying, heaven roared. Lift up your right hand. Your destiny will not be prematurely terminated. Yeah. Now, see where we are going to. Heaven now not say, yet. I will I not do what? Forget thee. I'm glad to let the church know this morning. And maybe I will end the meeting here. That God cannot forget you. Can I say it again? Lord, no matter how deep the valley, God will not forget you. We are talking about divine attention. Now, I don't know the cloud that surrounds you. I don't know the activity of the enemy that is beclouding your head, and you're already saying, like Zion, I am forsaken. I am forgotten. Nobody remember me. You know it's very common to say Until you are in my shoe you can't feel my pain Alright and yes Men may not be able to feel your pain Your neighbors may not be able to feel your pain But I have a good news for you this morning I don't care the damage I don't care the injury There is a gilead Who oh, had given assurance That you will not be forgotten In Jeremiah chapter 30 verse number 17 He said I will, I will restore heads to thee And I will heal your wound. That's God's word. Now, when we talk about divine attention, we are talking about God permanently putting your picture in his presence. Can we read the next verse? Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Did you hear that? Can we please everybody put, just raise your palm. Now, no, no, just look at it. Well, I don't know, I've never read But do you see this mark? Have you ever asked yourself What's, what's the What's the essence of this mark? Now, when you read the Bible When God said I have engraved thee Upon the palms of my hands Now, it simply means Nothing on earth Can wipe you out Of my, my attention Nothing Nothing. Oh, brethren, even... Now, hear me very carefully. Even at the height of your misbehavior, God is standing and watching and saying, son, daughter, turn back. I am waiting for you. I am waiting for you. Excuse me, church. And please run with this. That I was in a television station and a question was thrown at me. He said, please, pastor, answer this question. Um... Is there any sin I can... Okay, if a man continue to commit sin and continue to commit sin and asking God for forgiveness, will God continue to forgive? I smiled. I said there is no way it is written in the Bible that God will not continue to forgive you. However, the moment you continue to live in sin, you deny yourself the benefit of a good father. Now hear the word, he said, behold, I I have, not you did, he did. He said, I have engraved you in the palm of my eyes. You should care less about who who is concerned about you. You should not give yourself edict about who is showing you love or is not showing you love. If the God of heaven, the governor among the nations takes care of you, brother, every other love is irrelevant. How then do we provoke it? We are said by becoming a member of the covenant. We are also said by living a life of righteousness. The last one we are picking today is cry to him. What did I say? Say it very loud. Shout it very boldly. Now in Mark chapter number 10, let's quickly look at verse number 46. Mark chapter number 10. And they came to Jericho. And as they went out of Jericho, which as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great number of people, with a great number of people, blind by the son of Themios, sat by the highway side doing what? Begging. Please listen to this and lift up your right hand. Every matter of life that I pushed you out of um, the highway, every challenge of life that I stopped you from continuing the journey of life, Every situation around you that the enemy has used to hinder you from advancing the course of your destiny, by the attention that Christ will give you today, they will be removed out of your way. Yeah. batchimi was a man born by a woman, celebrated and honored, but suddenly the challenge of life took his sight out of him. And by the reason of his blindness, he now depended. I mean, depend on people to advance his call. At one point, the apple man became unavailable. Then he was pushed out of the way. So he sat down there doing what? Begging. Excuse me, sir. You are not created to beg, you are created to give. Did you hear what I said? You are not do what? You are not beat your chest and announce to yourself, I refuse to be a beggar. But by God's mandate, I will be a giver continually. Can they may be resounding? Yeah. Now, Bartimaeus was well, inside. He, he became blind. The beauty of the environment taken away. He cannot see beyond. He cannot see where he's standing. He cannot see for the future. And do you know, brethren, a lot of people in the church are blind. When we talk about blindness, you are walking in darkness. You do not know right from wrong. You cannot make appropriate choice when matters of life are involved. As a young man, you may propose that to Sister Blessing. Sister Blessing says, I'm going to pray about it. You jump up and go to Sister Deborah. He says, Blessing. Look, brethren, life is too risky to live on gambling. Is somebody hearing me? Yes, you cannot live your life on a te- uh, uh, terminate, mini- te- mini- je- 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 better. You must be assertive. You must know the mind of God. You must see as God sees a lot of people, even though their eyes are there, the sockets of their eyes are functional. They turn the eyeball, but they see nothing. There are Bartimaeus in the church. And sister, please be careful not to fall into the hand of Batimios. They beg for bread in the morning. Beg for girlie in the afternoon and beg for bed in the night. Praise the Lord. Every young man in the house must be determined not to be a beggar. Praise the Lord. Did you hear what I said? And every young sister too, you must also determine not to be a beggar. And I once told my friend, I said, "Is the breadwinner. I said, shut up. The important thing is to win bread. Let there be bread on the table. Now, the Bible says, the man sat by the highway side. Brother, it is time for you to rise and continue the journey of life. What did I say? Rise. In the name of the Lord Jesus, physically you will rise. Spiritually you will rise. Financially you will rise. Now, let's go on. The Bible says, the next verse please. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to do what? He cried out, I want to continue. Don't pass me by. Journey of life, there is no point of stagnancy. I also want to advance. He cried out, "Oh, son of David, have what? Mercy. Why he became blind was irrelevant. How many days he had been blind was consequential. All that mattered to Bartimaeus, excuse me, he was not coming for, uh, with reasons. Why he must see? All I wanted to see is that, oh God, I locate you from the point of mercy. The Bible says, mercy, triumph, over judgment. Brother, lift up your right hand. In your mouth, Satan, this morning, I speak to your destiny. May the door of mercy be open to you. May the door of mercy be open to your children. May the door of mercy be open to your neighbors. Shout mercy. mercy. I hope you didn't forget where we began. Isaiah said, the Lord will show mercy to the afflicted. So, Bertimus raised his voice and said, Lord, show me mercy. Recently, in my personal devotion, I just fell in love with a song that says, He looked beyond me. Look, brother, if the Lord will open your record of both yesterday and now, you are not qualified to be where you are every one of us standing in faith is a function of the magnanimity and the product of God's mercy. Now, the Bible says here that David, I mean, Bartimaeus did what? Cried out. And said to him, have mercy. You know, the problem the church we have mostly is that instead of us to cry to God, we cry to neighbor. Instead of us to cry to God, we cry to friend. And sometimes when you finish crying to friend, friend will now use your matter salad on their dining table, on the bedroom. Say, darling, do you know that this is my friend? Oh God. And God is say, I am waiting for you. You are carrying the matter up and down. Now hear it. Bartimaeus cried on and on. Can we continue the next verse? Now, and many charged him. That he and him... many. Now hear the hypocrisy of people. The Bible says many charge him to do what? To hold, hold his peace. peace. The, what is the peace that a blind man has? What, what is the volume of peace that a beggar has? People will always want to deceive us. They will say it is well when it is not well. So they told him, eh, hold your peace. Every evil advisor around you may go separate you from them. The King's Word by Pastor Yomi Fatime, District Pastor, Gospel Light Redemption Church, Glory House, Karo Abuja. You are welcome to worship with us on Sunday, 9 a.m., Monday and Thursday, 6 p.m. Kindly follow Pastor Yomi Fatime on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Yomi underscore Fatme. You can also send a direct message via WhatsApp and SMS on 0904-123-0717. 0904-123-0717. Make it a date with us same time next week for the refreshing word of God where the word of the Lord made to the